Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 129, looking at 1 Samuel 22 and 23, Acts chapter 20 and verses 17 through 38, and then Psalm 55. And we begin with 1 Samuel. David's life is under constant threat. Look at the anger of Saul. When he hears of anyone helping David, he orders them to be killed. It doesn't matter if they are a servant, a king, or even a priest. They are put to the sword if they help David. And you can just imagine how dangerous this time was for David and anyone who was loyal to him. Yet the Lord continued to show favour to David. And he even provided family, friends, and soldiers who were loyal to him. You see, Saul could wield his sword and kill many men. But all he was showing was that he couldn't be trusted. He was a bloodthirsty egomaniac. Where David was loyal to the Lord honest and upright, and one day he would lead the people of God. I keep coming back to this thought. What do our actions tell others? We can see the character of David and Saul through their actions. Therefore, surely we can see our character through our own actions. So what do your actions tell others? If you're listening today, pause and reflect on this. Write down your actions over the last few days. What do these actions tell others? Let's continue in the book of Acts, and Paul addresses the Ephesian elders one last time face to face. He knows in his heart that this will be the last meeting, therefore he must tell them of the dangers to come. First, Paul makes clear he has laboured and toiled to ensure everyone in the region had opportunity to hear the gospel message. He has preached it boldly and clearly to anyone who would listen. He has established churches, appointed leaders, and set before them the task of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. He truly has been a servant and worker for Jesus. However, he has a concern. When he leaves, his fear is that some of the church members and leaders may become like fierce wolves. They will twist words and seek to confuse the flock. They will wait for Paul's departure and then they'll pounce. And notice these individuals are already in the church. They are waiting for the opportune moment to lead the church astray into their own ideology and way of thinking. Therefore, in verse 28... Paul commands the church to pay careful attention to themselves and to the church, to protect the gospel message in their own hearts and in the hearts of the church. They're to stand on Jesus and fiercely protect that ground, for the enemy is coming and they need to be prepared. Today, nothing has changed. We stand battle ready against the wolves in sheep clothing. They twist words, they sound philosophical and spiritual, but deep down, they are the enemy. They're coming to distract, divide and remove the focus from Jesus. We need to remain focused on our faith. Make sure that we are rock solid in Jesus. We need to preach against such wills and preach the truth. We need to be on guard against any behaviour, thought or speech that would confuse the church. For the enemy is seeking to devour the church. And through the strength of Jesus, we must stand firm and not let him in. Finally, we have Psalm 55. This psalm comes at a time when David is running from Saul for his life. He is in anguish because the man he once respected and once called family is now hunting him down so that he can kill David. There is no safe place for David to go. In fact, we read in this psalm that even his own emotions are not safe. He says in verse 4 that his heart is in anguish and in verse 12 he feels taunted. So where will David turn when in such turmoil? He turns to God, the only one he can trust. In verse 16 we read that he calls out to the Lord for salvation. And then in verse 22, he states his burden has been given over to the Lord, who will now sustain him and uphold him before the evil that surrounds him. I don't know if you feel under attack, but I'm sure there are moments in your life where you feel anguish, fear, concern and anxiety. 
There is only one place to turn in those moments, and that is to our Lord. He will sustain you. Note, he doesn't promise to remove you from the situation, but to take you through it, upholding you the entire time. Do not fear the trial, for God will carry you through to the other end. Seek the Lord, and he will give you strength. Let's pray together. Father, we do thank you that indeed we can find strength in you, that we can find a mighty fortress in you. Father, let us place our burdens at your feet and trust you that you will carry us and uphold us throughout the trial. Father, we pray that we would stand rock solid on Jesus Christ, that the church would, and that we would not let in any element of the devil, any possible temptation or sin within the church that would distract us and take our focus away from Jesus. And Father, we pray that in this action of being before you, giving you our burdens, being on Jesus, focusing on his word, that people will see these actions and put their trust and faith in the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And so we pray this in his name. Amen.